This is a HeadGum Podcast. Do you know what time it is? Do you know what time it is? I think it's you. Time to watch. Let's go. Welcome to the Kelsey Ash Show. Welcome to a show that's made for TV. You know the best things in life are things you can see. So here is the Kelsey Ash Show on TV. You like seeing things? Yeah. Like beautiful sets? Yeah. Unbelievable costumes? Yeah. Well, we got it. Woo! All right. Oh. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Kelsey Air Show. Welcome to the Kelsey Air TV Show. Radio. Yes, welcome listeners to the ninth episode of the Kelsey Air TV show on radio. Can you guys believe that it's been nine shows of this? I, I mean, we we done ten years on television. You I know. know. I mean, I we know. done way more than nine shows. Well, why why are you impressed with nine? You be done way more than nine. I think that it's impressive that we have done this many shows. Given we had to make a transition from television to radio, I yep. think I I'm excited as well, Kelsey. Right, Amy. Yes, transferring the level of excellence from television to radio was no small feat uh, do you have you have small feet sir sheldon no, uh you don't you don't get it you don't get what he's saying you never get what anyone is saying all i'm saying is it only been nine shows you obsessed with the number nine kelsey what's what's the, the number nine has some significance uh-huh. kelsey loves the number nine that's so funny <laughs> Sally, what, what the hell was that? I'll tell you what the hell that was. This is this is me trying to save the show, trying to save a sinking ship. Uh, you were such a bummer last episode. Uh, well, so we got to keep things light. Yeah, well, we got to keep things going. I, you know? I feel like it's understandable. My dad was going to sell the house that I grew up in with my siblings and my mom when she was still around. You know, she's she's no longer with us. <laughs> Stop being so funny, Kelsey. I'm not. I'm not trying to be funny. Okay, you what? don't need to do that, Sally. I'm saying, look, the- Benjamin bought the house. We ended on a great note. Uh, I'm, I'm super stoked. Remember, Benjamin? Uh, no, Benjamin. What, what is okay, happening? That, I guess that kind of worked. You, it's just unnecessary. Okay, I'm good. I'm happy now. I'm stoked. I got, I got my old house back. You did. <laughs> Can someone please explain to me where this music is from? It's from Seinfeld. Uh, I think it's from Friends, Sir Sheldon. And I'm so glad it's on HBO Max now. I was so yeah. devastated when they took it off Netflix. Yeah, yeah totally, Amy. Hey, do y'all remember how fucked up the rollout mm-hmm. was for HBO mm-hmm. Max? Yeah, Everyone totally. was scrambling. I got <laughs> HBO now. HBO Go. Where do I go? I, I feel like I'm in HBO hell. Ha <laughs> HBO hell. That's great, Bronco. What great insider industry commentary that you just did. That's a great reminder of why you come here for fun and maybe insider commentary. Ha ha ha. 
Okay, I, you're you're not going to make me feel insecure that the show is not fun enough. I, that, that was an isolated incident, and we're fine now. We're all good, and I don't really appreciate the lack of support from you on like the serious issues in my life, Sally. Okay, here. That was kind. Of, that was kind of a serious one. It was a more serious one. Okay. More heartfelt one. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks so much. Uh, why don't we just move on to the first segment? What is it? Somebody. Somebody go. Uh, oh great. Uh, <coughs> going nowhere fast. Here. You got something, Benjamin? Is he? Uh, Jesus Christ. Sinking ship alert. Is he, is he gonna say something? We're going down. Oh my going down say, with this guy. Say something if you got something. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of Cheeto dust. With the Titanic. In the old lungs. Is he serious? I got something. Yeah, you got a bad case of sinking the ship, and you're giving it to all of us. <sighs> that, you said it, Sally. You definitely got something, Benji. Uh, yeah, you're you're eating like nine Cheetos at a time. You got a problem. Oh, nine. The number nine. Kelsey, you like that? I, I don't care about the number nine, Bronco. Benjamin, do you have a piece? you have a thing that you recorded for, for, for the show? A bit for the show? Yeah, I do. Okay, a, a little <clears throat> backstory. Okay. So a lot of times in my life, I'll get in an, in like an argument with somebody, and then they'll tell me to take a long walk off a short pier. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyone tell you that ever? Yes, yes. The phrase is a derogatory idiom that uh, basically implies that you would like the other person to to go away. Uh, you're fed up with the other person. You'd like them to leave. It's never been said to me, um, although I wish it had. I, I do love a good swim. I bet you do. Sally. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't think she's going to stop. Oh, look, it's the Coast Guard. Thank God they're here because we're a sinking ship. Uh, Benjamin, keep going. Uh, so uh, people ask me or tell me this and and I'm and, it, it, you know, it kind of scratches my mm-hmm. investigative mm-hmm. journalistic mind. OK. And I and it, le- it leaves me with questions. You're constantly leaving me with questions, Benjamin. What is so confusing about the phrase? Well, like where, like what would happen if I did go on a long walk and, and, but like, you know, the pier is short. So like, I wouldn't be able to finish the walk. Yes, Benjamin, that's what they're saying. You would fall into the water. It's it's a ruse to get you to uh, accidentally get all wet in the water again. Uh, an ideal circumstance for me, but I'm not everyone. That's right, you're special. Well, 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 don't jump to any conclusions, Sir Sheldon. Uh, we don't know <clears throat> what would happen. So, Jesus. As, as a scientist at heart, I hired a Dutch film crew to do a little experiment. So, you filmed yourself... Walking off of a pier? Amy, Amy, Amy. The first thing you said was not to jump to conclusions. And what do you do? What's the first thing you do? You jump. Jump. You you know? You're like House of Pain from the 90s. You love to jump. Oh, 90s reference. Great times. Uh, Benjamin, why a Dutch film crew? 
I hired them from Ruben's List. What the hell is Ruben's List? It's like a Dutch Craigslist. Why can't you use normal Craigslist? Because I'm banned. How, how did you get banned from Craigslist? Uh, it's a long story, but let's just say <clears throat> they thought I was a terrorist. What? <laughs> Sally, just play the thing. Let's watch Benjamin walk off a pier. Let's do it. Here we go. Okay, so I'm uh, I'm out on this pier that I found uh, that is uh, told to me by some other people I know to be pretty short. And so I'm gonna so I'm getting on the dock. Here I go, and and I'm. And I'm going to take a a pretty long walk. So let's just, let's just see how this goes. Okay. Okay, see? All right, I'm getting close to the edge. And and I'm about maybe like a quarter through my, through my walk. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not near being done yet. And I'm almost at the edge. Um, okay, so if I keep going, I think, I think I'm gonna, like, hit the edge, I, and I don't know what's gonna happen, I'm gonna keep walking, but I don't know, like, if, how I'll be able to keep walking, okay, here, here it is, here's the edge, okay, uh, uh. <laughs> All right. All right, Benjamin. Scientist at heart. That that's you you proved it. You proved it for us all. Yeah, he sure did, Benjamin. Uh, I wonder if you'll get the get a Pulitzer for this one for this incredible piece of investigative reporting. I I wouldn't say it was Pulitzer worthy, but uh, perhaps a Peabody. Yeah, maybe you'll win them both, Benjamin. Uh, yeah, maybe. And and who was the woman who was in the water with you? Uh, yeah, that was Latte. Uh, she was uh, a girlfriend of one of the cameramen. <laughs> well, it looks like you both had a splashing good time. Uh, oh, I do miss being in a body of water more often than I currently am. You could kind of say you're a fish out of water. Okay, Sally. Okay, that's enough. Well, he keeps baiting me. <gasps> oh, bait. No, Sally. <laughs> I love friends so much, but why don't we take a break from whatever the fuck this is? Yeah, you know, I don't usually agree with Amy, but uh, it's like she said uh, something flattering about ACDC. I just, I can't resist. All right, fine. I'm going to take a Jaws approach. What does that mean? It means my friend's Segway music is going to attack when you least expect it. You've been warned. All right, all right, we've been warned. Uh, Sir Sheldon, didn't you have some... <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> Good job. 
Great job. Did you expect anything else? <laughs> Got me good. I like mm. it. No, Sally, again. you're the cray. You're the worst. You're the best. Yeah, like you're the best. I'm the worst. I'm here to Fuck save me. the show. This All is right. my. This you're, is my job. You're the best. I love doing my job. I'm, I'm here to save the show. So happy. I'm. The, I'm, I'm plugging the hole in the ship. You're the best. I'm the worst. Sinking ship. Fuck me. That's right. You're the best. I'm, I'm plugging the, worst. the hole with friends. Segway music. Someone else talk. You know, I did enjoy the episodes where they all traveled to London together, uh, one of the greatest cities in the world. You know, you know, I think Emily got a bad rap. You know, I mean, Ross said Rachel's name at the ceremony of their wedding. You know, she's going to be fucking pissed. I'd be pissed if I married some some lady and she said uh, mm-hmm. Mark or mm-hmm. something. And, and, you know, she used to fuck Mark. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I, I feel bad for the way that Emily's uh, character got portrayed on the show. But hey, you know, she's not a real person. Mm-hmm. It's okay. We don't need to feel bad. It's interesting how we feel these these deep, heartfelt feelings for these fictional characters that we see portrayed on movies and television. Uh, but uh, I guess it's like Sir Paul McCartney always says, uh, live and let die. Actually, Ian Fleming said that. We Genius. Are- Okay, we actually don't know that he wrote that. He originated James, the James Bond series, but I don't know if he wrote that specific movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sir Sheldon. What, what was that you were saying? All right. What were you saying? You're, you were correcting me. Great, 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 great. Okay, Sir Sheldon, uh, I don't think we know the story of how you got knighted. You were knighted alongside Sir Paul McCartney, is that right? Yes, yes, I was. It was a night I'll never forget. <laughs> knighted at night. <laughs> it's a uh, double night. Yeah, Benjamin. Uh, uh, there's been many times that I've wondered this, Sir Sheldon. I can't believe we've never talked about it. Yeah, I wonder too, you know, Sir Sheldon. Are you keeping secrets? Oh, hey, 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 hey. Get him. Oh. hey. Whoa. Come on, Bronco. I would never keep any secrets from you all. You're like my family. Bronco, why are you getting upset? I don't, I don't know. Look, look, Sir Sheldon's got this backstory of getting knighted with Paul McCartney. That's uh, believable as, as fuck. Uh, you're obsessed with the number nine. And Benjamin's walking off the pier. I don't know what's going on. I don't know anybody anymore. Bronco, everything is fine. Benjamin has always been, uh, let's say, charmingly simple. Uh, Sir Sheldon just simply hasn't told us th- the story of his knighting. And uh, I, I honestly can't say why Kelsey's obsessed with the number nine. I'm, I'm not like a character on Sesame Street. I'm not obsessed with any number or letter or anything. I'm a grown adult man. He just came up with this today. Hmm. Well, what is it? Sounds like something that someone who's obsessed with the number nine would say. Don't you think? Uh, quit ducking us, Kelsey! I'm not ducking you. Uh, quack! Why Why are you quacking? He, 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 uh, he said duck. Benjamin, you literally have Cheetos for brains! Oh my god! Stop smoking weed and stop eating so many Cheetos! You're killing yourself! Okay, we're going to go to... Go to, go to oh Talk my god, much. we're going to do a commercial break. Uh, Talk much. Hit it, Sally. Did you talk much? Ugh! Today, there's a guy. I was in a good mood. All right, Kelsey, Kelsey, listen, listen. Is it because you love that movie Nine with Daniel Day-Lewis? You love that movie or something, is that it? No one loved that movie or cared at all about that movie. Oh, more insider industry stuff. Hell yeah. Bronco, I I don't give a fuck about the number nine. Come on, you know you do. Wait, Sally, are we still on? Uh... And now a word from our sponsors, Jansport's Bottomless Backpack. Are you tired of watching your kids carry around that heavy backpack to and from school every day? 
don't want to compromise your children's education by lightening their load, but also are worried about the weight of those books on their backs? Well, those days are over thanks to Jansport, who have created the first backpack of its kind, the Jansport Bottomless Backpack with Mary Poppins Carpet Bag Technology. Remember the magic of Mary Poppins' bag that was able to hold everything, defying the laws of physics? Well, we've been tinkering with that technology ever since the 1980s with the renowned outdoor gear designer Jonathan Carmichael, and we've finally perfected it to bring you a backpack like no other. Your child can carry as many books, sweaters, pencils, lunch boxes, literally anything they can think of without any of the bulk or weight. And let's not forget all the classic features you've come to expect from Jansport. It comes in an array of fun prints and colors, the padded straps for added comfort, and the heavy-duty zipper that encloses the main compartment. Here, let's open it up and take a look inside. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. I'm not, I'm not gonna touch you. Oh my Holy God. shit. I'm sorry. What year? What year is this? Where am I? Okay, it's 2021. We're doing a Jansport commercial. Who are you? My name is Jonathan Carmichael. I fell into the backpack while trying to perfect Jansport's Mary Poppins technology in the year 1980. Oh my God! You've been in there for 40 years. Oh, you must have Jumanjied yourself. What? What is Jumanji? Quick, I, I need a landline. I, I've got to reach out to my family. You know, with Robin Williams? Uh, Mork? I, I don't have time for this. I must reach out to my family and tell them I'm alive. Please. I'm sorry, but they're probably much older or even dead. How did you survive in there all this time? There, there were strange creatures and a whole world of life living inside the backpack. I, I had created a biodome of sorts, much like a jungle environment. Wow. Just like Jumanji. What is Jumanji? Oh, be careful, be careful. Oh, no, I'll crap. The Jansport Bottomless Backpack. At Jansport, we say, there's no cost too high for innovation when you're innovating for the family. Jansport is not responsible if your child accidentally falls into the Jansport bottomless backpack and Jumanji's him or herself. Netting is advised, but not provided. Jansport bottomless backpacks start at $18,000, with most Walmarts offering 0% financing for 72 months. Donations can be made in-store to the Jonathan Carmichael Family Foundation and Preservation Society against Jumanji. Please wear Jansport responsibly. Wow. You know, my dad loved to camp. He'd always take us mm. to REI, and uh, yeah. he was a huge Jansport fan, and he had told me the story about somebody who worked there who disappeared. Yeah, I, I remember my mom talking about that. You know, I I can't believe... What what kind of a dumbass falls into a backpack? I open a backpack, and I, I, I kind of peek my head in, and that's as far as I go. And it was a magic backpack. Mm. He knew it. He should have been more careful. Uh, I'm not sure, Bronco. Uh, if there were cameras in the in the lab where they were testing these products, then maybe we'd have some information as to how he fell in. Uh, I'm telling you guys, we... I wish there were cameras back then. Benjamin, they had cameras. They were filming. They've been filming stuff since the 50s. Did Jonathan mention Mork and Mindy? Yeah. Why? No reason. You know, I remember there was a Jansport... <sighs> <ba> <sighs> uh, Sally, you scamp. 
God damn it, I forgot about this. Kelsey, my boy, my boy. Uh, pay her no mind. Sally gives us life. Sally is mm. the blood coursing through our veins. Uh. My home is your veins. Uh. Precisely. Well, well, well put, it's Sally. Disgusting. Uh, now, we were, we were talking about uh, the story of my knighthood. That's right, Sir Sheldon. It's truth-telling time. If I had a bunch of bright lights like in an interrogation room, I'd put them on you. I, I'm getting out my phone. I don't think he needs Here. that. I don't think he needs any of that, Bronco. Bright uh, light. Oh, uh, all right. It's unnecessary. You feel, you feel the heat? A little. Let's go. It's perceived heat, probably. There's not much heat coming off of a, an iPhone light. I'm telling you the truth. I'm going to tell you right now. Oh, nice. Benjamin's mm. interested. That's good, Benjamin. I mean, it's, it's only your job to be interested. TV show. Sir Sheldon, so what, uh, how are you knighted? Well, well, to tell this story properly, I'm going to need some musical accompaniment. Oh, so you got a song. You turned it into a song? What, whatever. I don't care how you do it. You just better be telling the fucking truth. Bronco, put the light down. Stop that. It's, it's bothering him. I'm sure it's bothering him. <laughs> Thank you, Amy. All right. Yeah, relax, Bronco. Don't you get me started on you, number nine. Uh, understood. Okay, Sir Sheldon, you have the floor. Perfection, Kelsey. So this is a, a composition I wrote entitled The Queen's God's Family. And it should uh, clear up any discrepancies about uh, my being knighted. Here we go. Now, we'll see. We'll see. This is for you, Paul. <laughs> of course. I first realized my fate way back in 1968 when I first heard McCartney And over the years my life's mission became clear I had to meet McCartney So many sleepless nights devising fruitless futile plans I dropped out of my high school and soon was living in a van. Fast forward to 1997, I became super homeless and for what? McCartney. Then the news of his lighting was announced and more exciting I could not be. For McCartney. Highest honor in the land But this drifter had just drifted To the greatest of his plans So I followed one of the Queen's guards To his house the night before the knighting of McCartney And as the chloroform was working His five children woke to see their mom and dad Quite unconscious I hurried to chloroform each one of those little brats I got four out of five until the fifth one grabbed a cricket bat We wrestled around the hallway until we tumbled down the staircase as I screamed McCartney I slowly woke to find there was some blood that wasn't mine on my shirt McCartney I quickly showered off and grabbed the 
Just as the queen had drawn the sword So with the knighting taking place I was finally face to face with Paul McCartney I asked if he liked making ram And was suddenly tackled into the queen And McCartney She gasped and he exclaimed How did you get in here, my man? Did that answer your question? Uh, I, possibly. Sir Sheldon. But I have more questions now. Sir, Sir Sheldon, is that... Are you serious? Is that family okay? Uh, hold on, Abe. Hold on. Hold on. Okay? <sighs> take a chill pill. All okay? right. Take, take maybe like more than recommended, like three or four, because most of them, they recommend two. Uh, Sir Sheldon. Uh, one... That was fucking badass. Did you really do that shit? That's fucking crazy. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Uh, Are you for real? I was a bit younger, yes. Maybe a bit misguided. Uh, whatever, whatever. But two, uh, it didn't really answer how you got knighted. Uh, I'm still a little unclear on that. Yeah, uh, same. Uh, I'm not unclear about how much you love Paul McCartney. Yeah, yeah. If any of that is true, it's like... Uh, Whoa. Uh, yes, Benjamin. Uh, well, the, the night and being knighted together in the same room really brought us closer together than ever. Uh, okay, but how are you knighted? Ah, uh, yes, I see. I see the discrepancy. Uh, so when I was pushed into the Queen and Sir Paul McCartney, uh, my shoulder touched the sword that was still in the Queen's hand. So that is how. I was knighted. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Okay. Whoa. Got it. But there's still some really pretty disturbing stuff in the song. Mm. And that's all true? Are you regarding to the state of the family? Yeah, yeah. Are they okay? Uh, yes, I did receive some updates from uh, their lawyers while I was in prison. You were in prison? Well, yes. Uh, technically, I accosted the queen and a newly minted knight. Right. Uh, I guess it doesn't matter if... I was also a newly minted knight. And the kidnapping Mm -hmm. and assault. Of the family. Does the royal family acknowledge the knighthood? He got touched by the sword. You heard him. Amy, open your ears. You need ear medicine on top of your chill pills. I haven't heard from the queen in quite some time, uh, probably since that very day. But you heard that they're all right. Yes. Yes, I have. Uh, It's kind of some disturbing behavior. What did you do before 
you had this plan. You had a bunch of plans to meet Paul McCartney and they didn't work? Uh, y- yes. Yes. It was, a, it was a dark time before the knighthood. I mean, I I gotta be honest, this really kind of paints you in a different light. I didn't... Yeah. I feel kind of like I gotta process... You asked me. What pa- I just heard. Paints him in a cooler light, I think. I like it. I hear... I hear that, Amy. That's fair. You know, when I'm thinking about it, uh, it I do f- feel like maybe you screaming McCartney's name while you were tackling that kid down the stairs and making him bleed and shit. And it was kind of psychotic behavior. That's fair. Maybe. All right. Uh, just trying to think of how to end the show. You obviously don't want to do Amy Sings a Song, right? No. Okay. Yeah, no. Okay. Well, I got an idea. What? Uh, all right. I, I respect the effort, Sally, but uh, try one more, okay? Try a different one, but don't do it until I uh, give you my cue. So, uh, Sir Sheldon, let me ask you this. How did you feel right after you chloroformed the parents and uh, and then right before the kids walked into the master bedroom, you know, and caught you? How'd you feel? Uh, I felt uh, pretty embarrassed. Did you feel like this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. All right. Sally knows what to do. Sally knows what to do. Season 10 was so good. Yeah, season 10 was great. It really was. Sally's got it. Sally's got you. And episode 9. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Love you all. Goodbye. Maybe try and forget some of the Sir Sheldon stuff. Goodbye. That was a headgum podcast.